Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host, Ajdesh Kogoy, and today we are talking about walking. That kind of had a rhyme to it. But walking as in moving from one, one point to another in space using your feet. All right. And I have a dictionary definition open in front of me. It says that to walk means to move at a regular pace by lifting and setting down each foot in turn, never having both feet off the ground at once. I think that second part of the definition is so crucial, never having both feet off the ground at once, because there is this sport, it's called speed walking or power walking. I'm not sure if it's in the Olympics, but it's a sport. And if you have not seen videos of this sport, you should go look it up on YouTube. Power walking, speed walking, you'd notice like this very kind of funny looking sport. I'm sorry if you're a speed walker listening to this, but it has like this unique, uh, I don't know, like people walk really fast, but it's it looks kind of funny. There are like different rules to it. And one of the rules is that your feet, at least one of them have to be touching the ground because if both feet are in the air, it's no longer walking. Then, then you're either jogging or sprinting or running, but it's not walking. So one fe- one foot has to be on the ground so that is like a rule that i had in mind i don't know why i started off with this trivia but the reason i'm talking about walking in this episode is because good things come to those who walk especially if your goal is to lose weight then you should definitely be walking because good things won't come to you if you just keep waiting but they will come to you your results will come if you start walking. So how is walking relevant to weight loss? When it comes to losing weight, the fundamental principle is energy in versus energy out. How many calories are you eating versus how many calories are you burning? Now, calories is just a unit of energy. So when it comes to your energy output, there are multiple components to it. Energy input is just you know, you consuming food that is fuel for your body, but energy output, how that fuel is being used, it can be used in multiple ways. I'm going to try and keep the episode as jargon free as possible so that you don't have problem understanding anything. All right. The major chunk of energy output comes from your body just keeping you alive. So not you exercising, not you walking, not you doing anything. You just being alive, that consumes 65 to 70% of your energy output. So whatever food you're eating, 65 to 70% of that energy just goes in keeping you alive, like basic body functions. That is it. This you don't have control over. This is determined by your genetics, uh, whether you are male or female, uh, what's your height, how much mass you're carrying, what's your body composition how much muscle you have, how much fat do you, you're carrying. All of these things determine your basal metabolic rate, which is how many calories your body needs to just perform basic functions. Just here, I would like to clarify that a lot of overweight people feel that they are overweight because they have a slow metabolism. But like I just said, BMR is a function of your body mass. So if you have more mass in your body, that is you're carrying more weight, you would tend to have a higher metabolism than someone of average weight. So the reality is that you probably have a higher metabolism if you're overweight and not the other way around. 
So you cannot control how much your body uses to just keep you alive, how much energy your body uses to keep you alive. So that is 70% of your energy output. Now you just have 30% left. Half of that 30%, that is 15%, comes just from non-exercise activity thermogenesis, also known as NEAT in short. So N-E-A-T, NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. The name itself is self, self-explanatory. So anything that is not exercise related, like I'm talking to you right now, I'm doing all these hand motions. You're probably walking while you're listening to this. You're probably doing the dishes. All of these things add to your need. Okay. And walking comes under this. As you can see, this is the biggest chunk of what is actually under your control when it comes to burning calories. What most people think is, I will burn calories for exercise. So now this is another component, which is known as exercise activity thermogenesis, EAT. But this, this may be surprising to you, but this forms like the smallest chunk of what is under your control. After need comes thermic effect of food. So whatever food that you eat, the digestion that happens in your stomach, the absorption that happens and then the excretion that happens, all of these things also require energy. So that process is known as thermic effect of food. Like whatever energy is used is known as thermic effect of food. And that comprises the next big chunk after need. And only after that comes exercise activity thermogenesis. So that is calories burned from exercise. So now to just simplify everything, when we're talking about calories burned, the biggest chunk, 70% comes from you just being alive. The next big chunk comes from non-exercise activities. The chunk after that is your body digesting food, absorbing food, you pooping. And only after that, a minuscule chunk comes from your exercise activity. So now you can see why non-exercise activity that is walking is so important for weight loss because this is the biggest chunk of your energy output which is in your control. Now easiest way to increase your need is to just walk more because walking is accessible to most people. You don't need special equipment. You could perhaps increase need by doing any kind of movement but it is easy to keep track of your walking by wearing a fitness band, fitness tracker, it keeps, you, it keeps track of your steps and that will help you understand like if you are actually moving throughout the day. A common question that is asked generally is how much to walk for weight loss? This depends on so many different factors. If you're someone who is very sedentary, I know people who barely walk like 200 to 300 steps a day, especially people who walk, work from home and have no reason to go out they order food, they order their groceries, everything is taken care of. They just spend the entire day in front of the computer, in front of screens. Some of them barely walk like 200 to 400 steps a day, which is minimal, all right? And if you are someone like that, just increasing your step count to 1,000, 2,000 steps a day will make you see results in terms of weight loss. So it depends on your baseline activity levels. It also depends on your body weight. So if you're someone who is very heavy, you could be walking lesser than someone who is very light and you'll be burning more calories because you're carrying more weight, right? 
But at the same time, if you're someone who is very heavy, heavy, you will not be able to walk for a long period of time because it will be very stressful for your joints because you're carrying all that extra load. So you'll have to start walking from uh, a lower step target to say. And again, it depends on your lifestyle. If you're someone who has a very active job, uh, you're probably a teacher or you work as a nurse or some kind of profession where you have to walk around a lot, you probably already walk a lot. So if you have an active job, but due to COVID, you suddenly had to start walking from home, you may have realized that now you have started putting on weight. That is because you have stopped this entire a chunk of energy expenditure that used to happen from walking and now you have not replaced that with some other activity or just keeping up with whatever your earlier step count was but you're eating the same amount of food so your energy input is the same but your output has decreased that 15 percent of you know non-exercise activity that you used to do when you walked around the entire day now you're not doing that so you have put on weight but no matter the baseline that you're at right now, the important thing is to just start. So instead of thinking about where you're going to go to, what is the most optimal uh, amount of walking that you should do for maximum weight loss, you should just start small depending on wherever you're at. You'll start seeing results in uh, as short a time span as one week. Okay, if you just start doing this every single day in one week, you will see results. And after that, it is all about building up on that walking habit, increasing that step count and aiming to work up to 10,000 steps a day is usually a good target for most of the population. And beyond that, it's all about what you can keep up with consistently long term. If you're someone with a very active job or if you're someone who enjoys walking a lot, you can easily build up to 20,000, 25,000 steps. For people who have little difficulty building up to a very large step count number or they find walking to be boring, we'll cover this towards the end of the episode. You can incorporate other activities to just bring up your non-exercise activity levels, but walking is the easiest place to start. So start with walking, build up to 10,000 steps a day, and once you are able to hit 10,000 steps every single day for a month, then it is a good idea to set a floor for your step count. So I speak of this quite a bit that it is not only important to have like a ceiling for yourself that I want to achieve this goal, like a ceiling, but it is also important to have a floor for your efforts that this is my floor. I'll not come below that. So if you're able to do 10,000 steps every single day for a month, that has become a habit for you. Now, set a floor for yourself below which you will never come down. Okay, like I'll never come down below 5,000 steps a day. Even on my most difficult days, I will ensure that I walk 5,000 steps. Doing this will make sure that you don't go back to your previous lifestyle where you are not moving at all. So it will keep that weight from coming back. This is very important. So set a floor for yourself as soon as you're able to hit 10,000 steps a day for a month straight. Don't break that streak. Set a floor for yourself. And every single day that you're able to cross that floor is a day of success. All right. So do that. Now you might be thinking, is walking alone a sufficient enough exercise to lose weight? 
The answer is yes. Weight loss is just calories in versus calories out. That is what we talked about at the beginning of this episode. The biggest chunk of calories out that is under your control is through non-exercise activity. And the easiest way to uh, do this non-exercise activity is by increasing your step count. So walking is the easiest way to do this. And if you can do this consistently, you will be maximizing your energy output and you will lose weight. The other two factors that is storming effect of food can be done, can be increased by making sure you're consuming more protein because protein takes up more energy to digest. And then you'd also be obviously working out of the gym. But if you're not able to do that right now, if you're very sedentary and you're just starting to move your body, um, just walking is going to give you great results. But once walking has become a habit, once you have increased your protein intake, then it is a good idea to incorporate some kind of exercise into your lifestyle because exercise, especially some kind of resistance training activity, will make sure that when you're losing weight, you're also not losing muscle because you want to preserve that muscle because muscle gives you that nice shape, right? You want to look toned. You don't want to just lose everything and become skin and bones, right? You want to look toned, you want to look attractive. So for that to happen, you need some kind of resistance training so that you preserve the muscle. But instead of making it overwhelming for yourself, start with just walking, then incorporate more protein into your diet. You can go check out the other episodes that covers how to fix your diet, how to increase your protein intake, and you will have enough material to know what you need to do in that department. And when it comes to exercise, just focus on walking if you're starting out. And over time, you'll be able to incorporate other kind of exercise. Walking is also not just great for weight loss. There have been several studies which show that if you're someone who is just sedentary, just increasing your step count by even 1,000 reduces your risk of all-cause mortality. So that means that you're less likely to die from any kind of disease if you just increase your step count by 1,000 steps. And if you're able to do that up to 7,000, 8,000 steps, you would have greatly decreased your risk of all-cause mortality. So it is not just for weight loss, but it is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. Walking is beneficial for your health in so many different ways. So don't underestimate this simple form of exercise. A lot of people may tell you that, oh, you're just walking for weight loss. That is not even effective. You need to be sweating it out at a gym. But you need to know the science behind it. Like I said, non-exercise activity is the major chunk that's under your control and walking solves that problem for you. Exercise activity that you do in the gym does contribute to your energy expenditure, but not as much as walking would. So keep that in mind. And once walking has become a habit, you can incorporate any kind of exercise. There is nothing that is superior per se uh, when it comes to making you lose weight. Any kind of movement is good movement if you're just starting out. And the best exercise for you is what you enjoy and can do long term. Now that we know the benefits of walking, why you should be walking, how do you go about increasing your step count? So if you're just starting out, 
if you barely move at all start at something reasonable if you're someone who is just doing 200 300 steps per day start at 1000 steps per day okay do that for a week now add 1 to 2000 steps to that number every single week and build that up to 10000 steps over a long period of time the reason you do this is because you don't want to overwhelm yourself you're not used to walking at all if you directly aim for 10000 steps you will feel overwhelmed very easily because the process of getting from zero to 10,000 steps, there's a learning curve to it. Over time, you'll realize that, oh, if I do more steps while I'm doing this activity, um, I can perform this, you know, in a much more efficient manner. So you will build those strategies by yourself only over time as you're increasing your step count. But if you directly go from zero to 10,000, you did not give yourself the opportunity to build those strategies. So don't do that. Start small, add one to 2000 steps every single week and build it up to 10,000 steps. The most important tip that I can give you here is to do most of your steps during the first half of the day. So this is similar to eat the frog philosophy. So do the tough work first during the day. So if you start off your day with a morning walk, or if you try to do most of your steps before it's midday, before your lunch, it becomes much easier for you to relax towards the end of the day when your willpower levels are low, when you're tired and exhausted and you don't want to walk, you would at least be relieved that you have taken care of 60-70% of your daily quota and now you just have to do like a small walk to make up for the remaining quota. I'd like to just share a few tips for you here so that you don't find it difficult to complete your steps. Number one would be just to park your vehicle, your car away from your destination. So a little farther away from where you normally park so that you have to walk more to get to the destination and then walk back to the car. So try to do that. Incorporate more walking into your life by just not using your car to get everywhere. So if your supermarket is just nearby, go for an evening walk, uh, get your supplies, walk back. That will take care of quite a bit of your steps instead of if you just chose to take your car and then now you'll have to be planning a different block of time just to get your steps done. So instead of doing that, try to park farther away, try to walk to most places nearby and that will take care of it and take multiple trips for your chores. So if you're getting bags from your car to your house, don't get everything at once. Get like two bags and then go back and get two more bags. If you're going to fill your bottle, keep two bottles for yourself so that uh, when one bottle gets emptied, go and refill it from your kitchen, come back, next bottle gets emptied, go again, fill it back. So this will increase trips to the kitchen. All of these things really do add up. If you are not doing small, small things, which add up to your overall step count, you will feel very overwhelmed because you'll feel like now I have to do this entire different task. Like as a chunk which becomes a chore in itself so walk while you're talking walk while you're browsing your phone um, and talking as in not just talking on your phone but like when you're talking to people in your house just walk around the room while you're talking like imagine that you're giving some kind of presentation so walk around the room talk to people and these things will add up schedule chunks of time just walk 
So turn on alerts on your fitness tracker to remind you that you've been sitting for too long. Maybe you should go take a walk. Every fitness tracker nowadays has that feature. So turn it on. And once that alert goes off, go take a five minute walk, come back. When you distribute your chunks of walking throughout the day, it becomes less overwhelming. I may be repeating myself by saying that it should not be overwhelming. It becomes less overwhelming because this is what I've noticed that people find it very overwhelming when they have a huge step target, but it wouldn't be the case if you distribute your walking throughout the day. So try to do that. Okay, so that you don't have to schedule one hour as walking time, one and a half hour as walking time at the end of the day. And make it a habit to walk 10 minutes after your meals. Short walks after meals will not only add to your step count, but they have also been observed to keep your blood sugar levels stable. So after you eat a meal, if you go for a 10 minute walk, it'll keep your blood sugar levels stable. So it's a win-win. It's good for your health. It's good for your calorie burning. So do it. 10 minutes after every single meal, it'll keep you active and it will help improve your health. So do that. So that has covered most of the tips that I had for you in terms of walking, how to get more steps done. Now you might be thinking, okay, this is all good, but I hate walking. Walking is so boring. What do I do even while I'm walking, getting my steps done? That is like one and a half hours in total. It's too much. First, remember, you don't have to do all your walking in one go and make it into a task by itself. The goal is to integrate it seamlessly into your lifestyle. And I'm going to share what works best for clients at Workday Physique. And for me personally, it is incorporating some kind of audio entertainment while walking. And this is easier when you walk indoors or in a safe walking space like say a neighborhood park or in your backyard i don't recommend wearing earphones while you're walking in roads with a lot of traffic that is very dangerous don't do that but if you have a safe space no cars around put on your earphones and listen to podcasts listen to audiobooks that you like and make it exclusive for your walking sessions what i mean by that is if you have a certain podcast or an audiobook that you really enjoy, make it a rule for yourself that you will listen to that only when you're doing your steps, not when you're chilling, not when you're just sitting doing nothing, only when you're walking. That makes it more likely that you will look forward to walking. Because if you couple an activity that you enjoy with an activity that is mundane, it makes it more likely that you will do that mundane activity. So this is kind of like a behavior hack. There are so many varieties of podcasts available these days. There's true crime. I personally love podcasts uh, on business entrepreneurship, on stuff like uh, health, fitness. I love these kind of genres. You can find podcasts on literally anything these days. So find something that you really enjoy uh, and then listen to it while you walk exclusively if you like watching videos if you like browsing through reels on social media which is by the way something that i would not recommend i would prefer watching long-form video content on youtube on something that you were trying to learn if you like doing that do that also while walking text while you're walking not in the road i mean like if you're walking indoors or if you're walking in your backyard text while you're walking and you don't necessarily have to go to the street to walk. 
if it's raining a lot of people have these complaints that oh it's raining i cannot go for go for my walk you can walk inside a small room as well all you have to do is go around and around in circles i personally walk while reading books on my kindle while responding to texts while browsing social media i do everything while i'm walking inside my bedroom and you can do it too it is not difficult you would not even realize that time is flying by when you're doing all these activities all you have to do is keep walking in short if an activity can be done on the move and there is no safety issue do it while walking period there are also desk treadmills available these days so it's like a treadmill but also has a desk attachment but i have no personal experience using one but you can try those out too but i do recommend stationary bikes as an alternative to walking if you get bored that oh this is too much walking i want some other activity you can get a stationary bike and then bike at a very nice steady pace while you watch your favorite tv show or read a book that you enjoy and this is a very good way to increase your non exercise activity thermogenesis any movement that increases your need or non exercise activity will massively contribute to your weight loss progress it doesn't only have to be walking so any kind of movement helps so walking is the easiest to incorporate that's why i encourage it so much and it is the easiest to track as well you just need a need a fitness band even if you don't have a fitness band you can just have your phone in your pocket and even that will track your step count but why i recommend a fitness band is that a lot of people don't have pockets especially the ladies listening to this you may have faced this a lot that you don't have pockets then it becomes an issue so instead of having to rely on your phone all the time and also if you rely on your phone for watching videos while you're walking then you'll need two phones so don't do that get a fitness tracker there are a lot of affordable ones also out there um it doesn't have to be something fancy something that just tracks your step count get that to wrap up this episode if your goal is to achieve weight loss in the most effortless manner remember that good things come to those who walk not to those who wait and definitely not to those looking for short term hacks like diet plans magic supplements those don't work at all so instead of waiting for the good things to come walk and those things will come to you that is it for this episode of workday physique i hope you enjoyed the episode if you found it helpful leave a rating and a review on the podcast app that you're listening on right now and recommend the show to one friend who you think will find the content useful i'll see you again very soon until then stay tuned stay safe and stay consistent <music>